I'm Loza. I'm Isaias. And this is Light and Love with Loseas, the podcast. We're a young married couple living in Los Angeles. Walking by faith and doing so transparently. Our hope is that this podcast leaves you feeling inspired as we explore matters of light, love, and life. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Light and Love podcast. <laughs> In case you guys are lost, welcome back to Light and Love with Loseus. You know, you're never going to know what exactly you're going to get um, well, I mean, from I was, us. To, I was trying to give them a sultry experience this time around, but if we want to take it a different direction, we can do that too. That's okay. Uh, sultry fits because you've officially made it to episode two of the Light and Love podcast yes. where today we are going to be talking on the topic of love. Um... So let's give them a little context for yeah. that. So after our first episode, we came to the conclusion that we wanted to break down the uh, podcast into three different topics of conversation. It's going to be light, love, and life. And to the best of our ability, we will try to center um, each episode sequentially around one of those three topics. Exactly. So thank you guys for already for the feedback that you guys have given us, for the love that you've shown us on the podcast it really kind of feels like we're building a family out of this. And so thank you for joining us, for yes. sharing. Um, we look forward to continuing to create content that's going to inspire conversation and hopefully leave you guys feeling encouraged and, yeah, just being able to open up Kickstarter conversations um, that people are either hesitating to have conversations about openly. Yeah. Um, and I feel like this one was one of them. Um, just to kind of preface... <laughs> um, the title, we're not quite sure what we want to title this. I'm sure it will be on here um, after we've recorded this podcast. Uh, but this episode is inspired from a cry or a call to action, a cry for help from a sister friend of ours. Um, I'll oh. let Isaiah is better at recalling oh stories than oh I am. So I'll let him kind of give well, you guys a brief so rundown sorry. of I that. Feel like, I feel like we're just giving you disclaimers upon disclaimers. And I feel like before we even get to the disclaimer, I need to give you my pre-disclaimer, which is... There will be no male slander in this episode. I stand by that. <laughs> Absolutely none. I will, do, I will not be and here for that. If you guys have any questions, he's looking at me because there's only two of us okay. on this podcast. Well, so we had a conversation last week with a good friend of ours who is a, by all standards, successful young woman in her career. Uh, she loves God and she has a desire to end up with a good man, someone who also loves God, has a good job, and she can see herself settling down with. But her, the hypothesis that she had presented was that there are no uh, eligible men uh, that are available, at least in Los Angeles. And I, I, I don't think that's true, but I can also see where she's coming from when you consider all the factors. So um, her exact words was that there is a male shortage epidemic. And An epidemic, yeah, she said. That is so accurate. And I have been just totally on this train of trying to recruit people okay. <laughs> to help solve this global problem. I, I do understand that this has been something I feel like over time people have said, oh, well, you know, with each generation and each stage of life, um, people will always complain that there aren't enough good men out there, right? But I actually think that her statement that there is a male shortage could be corroborated by just the trend that we're going in, that women are getting married later and later in life. Um, 
social media has made it to where there are more men just having so many more options in women, so not being quite ready to settle down. Um, so I kind of have the same sentiments and I've complained about it to Isaiah about like how we can match make for those of you guys that have been following along our journey. We've tried to do, you know, intentional dating lives on Instagram. Um, yeah, we tried the all of these step, things. Loza, the last step that for Loza's <laughs> frontier that she's on is that she wants to start a, uh, some kind of dating service. Yeah. She watched Indian Matchmaking. Is that I what it's called? I love that show on and Netflix. And she's now convinced that it's going to be her sole purpose to bring people together in relationships. And I'm not quite ready for us to take that And plunge. you know what? The reason I say that is because at the end of the day, if, you know, the man who I'm looking at and I'm considering is a very quality man, a good man who has a great job, good heart for the Lord, um... You know, if I'm coming to him and I'm like, hey, okay, give me a handful of 10 quality men that fear the Lord, that actually have the fruits of the Spirit, are patient, are kind, are gentle, and are ready for marriage, and give me a list of them so we can connect them to the people we know. If we're having a hard time with Isaiah's or other men, I've asked other men in my life as well, being able to even list a handful of those, then I ask, isn't this a real issue? Um... Also, the final disclaimer we'll give you guys, we are currently on vacation in Jamaica and we've got a better mic this time to yes. deliver better you know, audio to you guys based off of the feedback that you've given us, um, which means it does collect a couple extra sounds so if you guys hear a few additional things that just people in the background, but did want to give you guys that disclaimer as well. Um, but yeah, so I've mentioned to Isaiah that uh, the first reason that I feel like this epidemic is an issue is... That there is truly just a handful of men who most women find are attractive, financially stable, and actually identify as Christian, not like Jesus sticker Christian, but Christian upholding the fruits of the Spirit without being completely out of tune with okay. culture well, let's and society. Qualify, let's qualify that statement first and foremost before we go down this rabbit hole, because obviously that title, which we said, which will probably be the title of the episode, uh, that's that's... Yeah, there there is maybe some clickbait aspects to that, right? It's just something that can get the conversation started. I don't think it's necessarily true in that there are a lot of good quality men. Good jobs, good guys, have their head straight on their shoulders. Now, when it comes to men who are also walking with the Lord, maybe that's where the conversation can potentially need to be more nuanced because... It all depends on who's asking, right? So, like, I think is the assumption that you're making right now that all the male shortage mm -hmm. is coming from women within the faith-based community who are looking for another male who is also very um, committed to his faith. Correct. It's under the guise that women who want to get married um, and have children are having to wait later and later because eligible men. Are not available. Well, let me hit, can I hit you with a truth bomb before you even hit, your, hit me with your stats. Yikes. Okay, let's hear Do it. Do you actually think, and be honest with yourself, mm -hmm. that most women mm -hmm. really want the guy at church who's faithfully serving, who really loves the Lord, and goes about his business, goes to work, faithfully does his job, serves at church, keeps his head down, doesn't get into anybody, doesn't get into any trouble, and goes home packs his lunch, and repeats and does the same thing again. Do you think women want that guy? Be honest. No, women do want that guy, but 
that does not come at the cost of attraction, of there being a spark, that does not come at the cost of a man being corny talking about, I dreamed and God told me you were my woman. You know what I mean? Like, it should come with someone that's culturally competent, someone that is working and making just as much, if not more, financially and is stable, that is taking care of himself physically. All of the things that most women in our day and age are bringing to the table I'm finding it so much harder for those women to find men on the same level, bringing the same energy, bringing the same qualities into that relationship. And yet somehow these women that kind of have the whole package are supposed to just either settle or wait out long enough that they end up single or just delay marriage long enough to where, you know, their dreams of maybe large families has to now meet the reality that they have so over many so over much time limited because our quote-unquote biological clock is ticking, women are having to freeze their eggs. All of these things are confounding variables that you have to account for. I think everything that you just said is extremely valid, and those points are need to be acknowledged in this conversation, but I also think I just heard excuses. because Excuses? Yes. Ladies, y'all keep for this man's <laughs> hold neck, on, bro. Hold on. Because if you're saying all these things, women want to settle down, their biological clock is moving on without them, they want to be with a good man, if those things are true and if those things are the priority, then what you're also telling me is that they are prioritizing these other factors, these non-essential factors, over the things that are most important, which is companionship and being with someone who is a good faithful man okay i'll give that to you so i do think there is some truth to what you're saying and that i do think that's you know i don't want to say women are picky because i do think that we are entitled to have our wants is, and our desires but to the have flip our side correct is that you also have to deal with the consequences of their being not too being, picky maybe yeah, being exactly. too picky i'll give that to you so i think baseline I, and now we're talking like baseline is he am i attracted right um is he able to you know either be financially stable? Does he have a vision over his life? Is he going in a certain direction with a lot of good potential? And I'm not talking about like potential, like brother's been sitting on the couch for 10 years potential. I'm talking about there is fruit backing up the things that he's doing, he's creating, he's producing as he's going, and he's iterating. That's the kind of potential I'm talking about. And then lastly, does this man carry the fruits of the spirit? I think the challenge now is that most women are just having a hard time with the actual fruits of the spirit part, right? Like, does a man, not just say he's Christian, but I hope he's not going to expect all these other things out of me, i.e. sex before marriage, all these other things. Um, yeah, I, I... I actually think the argument that you're making on that side is a very real one. And to the point that you made earlier, yeah, you know, maybe amongst a lot of the people that I see uh, who are kind of connected to me loosely, yeah, maybe there aren't that many people who are... Uh, who are already married, who are prioritizing their faith first, for example. Like, for example, a lot of the guys I went to college with, for example, some really good friends of mine, but they're not necessarily people who are practicing the faith. You know, maybe some of them are. Mm -hmm. Actually, some of them are, but does that, that, so that might not be a right fit for the person that you're describing here. Right. Right? Okay, but on the flip side, how about the guy who is at his church, who is at your church, who's quietly serving every Sunday, maybe is not too outwardly social, but is a really good guy, interesting, kind of quirky. How come no one's given him a chance? And, and how and about is he, he serves? His and shot? He, I mean, you know. You know, one is he shooting his shot, and two, I do believe there is somebody for everybody. You know, it doesn't mean that just because he seems to be 
okay on paper means he and I will he and I would fit or he and another girl would fit based off of personality based off of attraction those things matter as well you can't fault women for the fact that they have those other needs as well being attracted is an important part of this but I think the worry is that it's just that, that, it's just that women are attracted to the bad boys huh? that's not true um <laughs> Pre-Christ, that might have been the case. Oh, what a tangled web we are. You know what I mean? Post-Christ, I feel like that conversation has changed. But I think that, you know, even in being able to list those men, it just is unfortunate that men feel that there is just an indefinite amount of time because, one, they don't have the pressures of biology against them, that they go later and later. And unfortunately, as men finally get it together, take their faith seriously, say, I'm going to be a man after God's heart. I'm going to lead my family. I'm going to be committed to my woman. That as that time passes, eventually when they already just settle down, those same women that, that they were growing with or whatever the case may be, start pursuing people in their early 20s. And they're, you know, actually, so then I'm like worrying about my sisters in their late 20s, in their early 30s, late 30s that have been waiting out on men that are just trying to get there together. You know what I mean? I actually think what you're describing is more of a symptom of the problem and not so much as it relates to uh, dating within the Christian realm. I think it's more of a symptom as opposed to the root because if you had a man who was truly committed to following Christ, then I think a lot of those things would fall into line on their own. Of course, there are exceptions, which we can talk about, which you've already alluded to. Yes. Mm -hmm. We're living in a world where men have a lot of options. Um, men's stock seems to only go higher as they get older. I hate that you say it like that. <laughs> We're having a real conversation, right? Yeah. Let me, I'm so sorry. I have to make another disclaimer. In an effort to have a free-flowing and organic conversation, we are just going to fly off the handlebars. So if we say anything that offends anybody, we apologize in advance. And in this cancel culture, <laughs> let us not get canceled. But the intent of this conversation is to help people and to have... A genuine conversation. Continue. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> what was I saying? Um, yeah. So, some of the things that you had addressed. The stock is going up. You say men. Some of these men who are doing well for themselves in their careers, and you know, don't feel like time is working against them. Um, they feel like they don't have to be rushed to wait, which is also their prerogative. Now. Does that come into conflict with a man who is truly committed to Christ? No, it doesn't. But I think it makes it harder for that guy. I do think it makes it harder to want to, to you know, if, if to, to be um, to be truly committed in withholding sexually, for example, that might mm -hmm. become harder. Um, and then also, you know, I think I think what a lot of people, a lot of guys, you know, in that position don't realize is that having the right woman actually can will, will ultimately help you in all of your endeavors that part speak on it which is what i which is i mean you know i say this about you all the time and i'm not just saying this but I'm i really do I'm, i really <laughs> do feel like everyone knows this it me coming together with you truly was like a god thing and if it wasn't for the fact that we really put ourselves in a vulnerable place to explore the potential for that and to come to it honestly, we would have never seen that. Mm -hmm. If I said to myself, hey, because when me and Lois started dating, it was after I, I left my stable job and I decided to go to drama school. So I could have very easily said, hey, I'm about to go into a very unsure place right now and I don't even feel comfortable aligning with a woman. Mm -hmm. and, and I think 
you know, to men's defense, that is something that a lot of men think about because in today's culture, women, and I'm not, I, I'm not mm-hmm. uh, categorizing all women together, but there is a, a type of idea and culture that exists that tells, that tells women that they should only go after guys who are completely already fully packaged and bundled up and arranged into a perfect picture. And if they are not a perfectly buttoned up picture, then it's not worth their time. So Mm -hmm. if that's the message that men are receiving in a culture like this one, why should they take this uh, suggestion from any other subculture, Christian culture, Mm -hmm. saying that, oh, I should align myself with someone before I feel like I'm fully packaged when they're still working towards getting themselves to the best version of themselves? Yeah, I I agree with you. I think that that is a catch-22 and that, you know, women are wanting guys in a complete package and wanting them earlier in life, yet men, in order to get the complete package, are taking longer to get themselves financially stable, mentally healthy, having been in therapy, like just actually preparing themselves for marriage, you know? So it could be that, you know, the the entire... um, the entire timeline for marriage is getting pushed on both sides, right? It's taking longer for men to get there and women are unwilling to budge on that expectation. In addition, for those that are willing, I do think that there is power. And we we had actually touched on a poll. We did a poll on um, Instagram a while back about this as to whether or not, you know, women are okay building with a man, you know, building, right? A man having a vision, leading a family and a woman saying, you know what? I'm hopping on board. I always say this to you. I think how important it is. Even for me, I'd rather follow a man whose heart is after God, who whose desire is to follow the vision that God has set over his life, rather than a man who's just stable. Because one, show, I'm not also and expecting... Showing, and is showing all of the fruit and evidence that the work that they're doing is Bearing resulting in something. something. Exactly, right? That not just not a be, dreamer, but someone correct. that's dreaming and doing correct. along because the way. That is also the other side of this conversation that requires nuance because some people might out, be out here like spinning, see my potential, spinning the same yeah. tail and you have nothing to show for it. And that's, that part. that's a problem. And too. I think a lot of women are completely turned off by that. And I think that's the common misconception that like, you know, men don't have their stuff together or that a lot of women will say, well, I'm not willing to date a man that is just well, full I, of potential, full of potential. You I, think, know? I think that's the right answer. Yeah. I, I would never recommend for a, a woman in my life, a sister, whoever, who I love, to get with somebody who's just a dreamer. I would never suggest that to her. But at the same time, I think there needs to be a level of discernment in these women that we're talking about that they need to see a good man and and know a good man when they see one. See one who's actually following the Lord faithfully Mm -hmm. and has pieces in place that are leading somewhere, that are going somewhere. Correct, yeah. I think in that being said, men also being open to inviting a woman into that process and being 100%. intentional about having that pursuit, right? If a woman's just like, hey, bro, I'm your rib. I'm, And as being a rib, right? Woman, even scripturally speaking, she's supposed to be a helper to a man. You know, I feel like, and I love the idea that women are here to polish, right? We're here to make better. We're here to support. I'm here to be an emotional, you know, pillar in your life, a um, someone that's rooting for you, always in your corner. Because behind every strong woman, I feel like uh, every strong man, there's a pretty strong woman. And so um, I'm totally on board for that idea. It's just one being open to that on both ends, from 100%. the female side as well as the male side. Yeah. And um, yeah, I mean, I, I couldn't agree more with that idea. I think in order for a male to be, or a man to be open to that idea, they also have to be willing to be vulnerable, which 
I think is, again, hard in a culture like this one where all the messaging tells us that we don't even have room to do that. You know, so Mm -hmm. it's kind of an unfortunate perpetuating cycle where, you know, a lot of what is circulating only reinforces the negative stereotypes that um, end up playing out Mm -hmm. both in general culture and even within uh, cultures within faith. Yeah, absolutely. I think the second thing, too, that I wanted to kind of point to as to why I, I, I was believing that there is a male shortage is this notion that. Again, men have too many options, and so they're not willing to settle down. And we've had this conversation about the the damages that all these dating apps are, you know, not to like um, give y'all give out our age, but we kind of watched on the dating scene. We just kind of missed it into where we're when not, I say online, wait, Rosa, we're not that old. We're old. Um, Dude, our our peers are still on dating apps. I know, but I'm saying we're old in that whenever our dating history is old. When people say online dating, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, we met on Twitter. He slid up in my DMs. I'm like, I was never on a dating app. So I can't really speak to the challenges that really exist there. And that I don't know if I'm fully qualified to, to, to even discuss that. But from what I've seen and what I've heard, I feel like having these dating apps and all of this, like, excess culture, excess, you know, like, options is making it hard to just choose. And that's why men are pushing the timetable. And I just want to, you know, be like, look. I know you guys have the options. I know your quote unquote stock is getting up there as, you know, time passes. But even just having a heart to heart with men, Isaiah, speak to somebody, whoever I've got to talk to. I'm talking to thousands of people right now. (laughs) Is to say, brothers, like there's so many quality good women out there. And I think not only is the dating, you know, options, right, available. The last point that I'll touch on and I'll let you kind of share your, your two cents here. Why I feel like there's a shortage of men is because there's so many options, because men are able to date for so long and marriage is getting pushed. It's like, and a lot of people are just living together anyways, right? And having the benefits of being able to date, live together, enjoy. Is marriage even really desired, you know? Um, I mean, the, and divorce, has that, the divorce rates would suggest that there's uh, not much to look forward to when you think about that, it. That part is true. But I think the ultimate desire, you know, is that even there anymore, you know? And I can touch on some stats to back that up, but I'm curious to hear your take on that. Is marriage desirable? Yeah, like, do people even want to get married anymore? People, you know think, why I, I say think... that? Because if, if divorce is pushing people towards painting a less desirable image of marriage, right? And you're getting all the benefits of marriage, right? When you're living with somebody, why contractually bind yourself? Other than, you know, obviously we're having this conversation within the context of faith and spirituality right. and God telling us that, you know, um, it's, you know, a, a blessing to be married. And, um, yeah, well, I just feel like... Okay, so when we talk about it in those context... Those were the, the last two reasons I felt like there might be a male shortage, so I'll let you touch on those. Okay, well, when we talk about it from the lens of the Bible... Marriage has a very specific function, as we all know. Not only does it provide companionship, not only does it give people the opportunity to procreate, but it also is an entity that's designed by God in order to reflect what the, the sacrificial relationship between uh, Christ and ourselves. That's good. Right? No, so I agree. If, that is, if you're coming from, at this from the perspective of a Christian, then you know that your commitment to somebody else to be sacrificial to your partner and to give of yourself in the same way that Christ gave himself to his church is truly the motivation for, or one of the motivations for how we are coexisting with one another. Okay. So put that on the side Mm -hmm. for just the bigger conversation of marriage at large. I still think 
Most people want to get married. These stories that we hear of like people cohabitating indefinitely and so on, those are true. But I think in my opinion, and this is me kind of just talking about this without looking at any stats, but I would think that those are more fringe cases. People are still, most people in, at least in America, and I would even, I would argue that it's probably true around the world, are still getting married. And uh, the divorce rates are still increasing and becoming Mm -hmm. more challenging. So Mm -hmm. maybe that's a deterrent, but it's all those other things that we had mentioned along the way Mm -hmm. that, you know, men are perpetuating, pushing the age limits back further because they're still pursuing other things that Mm -hmm. doesn't require for them to have to make a decision as quickly, but like among other things, but ultimately I, if I were to use the people in my life, both those who are Christian and not Christian as a sample size, I would say 99% of them would like to get married one day because it just kind of reflects the pinnacle of like success in, 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 even in the, in the eyes of the world, Mm -hmm. you know, having your own family unit, a a legacy that you can, that you can continue on even after you're gone, Mm -hmm. having built in companionship and friendship amongst people who are your own. I Mm -hmm. think that is appealing to anyone, whether or not you are a part of one faith or another, I would say. And I hope that's the case because, I mean, even, like I said, looking at the stats, there's a marginal difference, right? I think they said um, this was a study from the Pew Research Center that said the share of U.S. adults who are currently married has declined modestly in recent decades from 58% in 1995 to 53%. And this study was done in 2019. So, yes, and I totally agree. There could be so many factors that could be affecting why that's the case. But as you said, anecdotally and from what we know about those around us, it does seem that that it's still very much on the table that people do want to get married. And so I think the I don't even know if there's a solve here. Right. It's just to have these kickstart these conversations and be a little bit more open on both sides, encouraging, you know, our sisters just to be, you know, a little bit more open and not. um, Yeah, I don't want to say we're. I, I don't think that our, our girls, you know, and our ladies are close-minded at all. Um, mm-hmm. I don't. Stop, Isaiah. <laughs> okay. I don't I think mean, we're I, close-minded. I think I w- that I w- everyone cautiously, is... Uh, yeah, tiptoe. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, but, I, you know, I definitely think that women have their prerogative. They're bringing everything to the table. It's just being open and having these honest conversations. I think the the conversation also lies with men right it seems like all the cards are in that deck right now and it's like encouraging men to open up and pursue um things that have potential and here's the thing slow down a little bit again but here's the sorry to say it i think again a lot of what you're describing is symptomatic and i think at the end of the day a person wants what a person wants so you're not going to be able to strong arm somebody into making a decision that they don't feel there is right for them sure and i think the only way to really address it is at the root and Maybe address this from the angle of what does this mean in light of your relationship with God? Like, how that does part, this help yeah. you get closer or further away from what your ultimate goal is in that, in that sense? And if that's not the worldview or angle you're coming from, then maybe this is just not as relevant. And Correct. And it is what it is. And you have to just accept the reality of the new world that we live in. Yeah. And I, again, I'm, this is also not saying that if you are a... Christian male that you all of a sudden have to get married in your early 20s. This is not the case and actually I would advise against that unless it's right for you 
that part. You yeah. need to put that disclaimer. Yeah, yeah. but you know, yeah. My, my point is you can't just paint everything with a one-size-fits-all. But, yeah, it is hard to address this because, as you said, there seems to be a large quantity of women that you know, mm-hmm. that you believe are... <laughs> we know. That we know. I'm trying to leave myself out of this. Okay. Um, that we know. Mm-hmm who I agree are actually really great women. And it's surprising to me that these beautiful, smart, really just good women do not have a partner. And, I, and I, it is genuinely, sincerely shocking. So you know what, maybe we can offer this service. If you are a man and you believe that you've got what it takes, meaning you love the Lord, you have a good job, or you're just a good guy and you're ready and willing to love a woman. And you've got vision in your life. And you've got vision mm-hmm. in your life. You heard my wife. If you believe this applies to you, send us a DM right now. We will do what we can to vet you, to screen you. Y'all better send this in. If y'all know a good man in your life, I don't si- even know if I sisters, met, I don't even know if I meant what I you just You know said. what? We're going to run with that, ladies, because I've just been waiting for Isaiah's coastline so we can do know. this collectively no, as a on. matchmaking service. Hold, oh, hold on, baby. Hold on. Let me just... <laughs> look, I'm like... I'm kind of being like sincere because if we can do anything do to help people... Do not make a plight of this hold struggle. Hold on, hold on, hold on. If we can do anything to help people get connected, amazing. Would love that. But we are in no way, shape, or form a matchmaking service, and we will not be spending our time trying to do that. Let me just assure everyone up front, okay? If we happen to just get some DMs from a couple people and we feel like it makes sense, awesome. But I, I, I will not be spending, you know, my yeah, nights. Yeah, and if this. we get those DMs, and I said this, I don't know how many, you know, most quality men, I'm assuming you would be modest. I'm sure Isaiah would have not submitted himself. But if you do know a good man in your life, a brother, a cousin, a friend who, you know, maybe isn't on the apps. I don't know. But is open to it. But is open to meeting a quality person. Send them our way. Um, again, we would love to be of service in that way and we're try to use vet, vet, vet people. Um, you can reach out to us in our DMs on on our Instagram page at lightandlove.life or you can shoot us an email at lightandlove.life at gmail.com. Um, that's access to that email is available on the Instagram page as well. And if you're but, a brother who doesn't feel comfortable reaching out to my wife who is clearly on the side of women in this matter, you I can reach out to <laughs> Reach out to me directly <laughs> at at Isaiah Tedros. I-S-A-Y-A-S-T-H-E-O-D-R-O-S. Don't trust her. That's his Instagram (laughs) handle. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, we're here for the sake of love. And as Isaiah noted, you know, our ultimate goal, I do believe that marriage is a beautiful thing. It's something that's been established by God. Um, Yeah, as a, a physical model of the love between Christ and the church. And, um, yeah, I think when you're able to ask yourself, like, pull back all the layers, right? But beyond what society is telling us, beyond what we're experiencing um, as to the challenges to having those fruitful and successful relationships or intentional dating, what's God's heart for you in marriage? I think if you can boil it down to that, men and also women, it'll make it a lot easier to determine what your next steps will be, to determine what really matters to you and to start asking yourself those hard questions and answering those hard questions. And so, 
yeah, that's all we got for you today. Um, we hope that you guys enjoyed this podcast episode, just kind of as a kickstart to this conversation. Um, I will give us some time to hear from our sponsor from today's episode. Yes. So uh, our sponsor today is Tedros Team Realty. At Tedros <laughs> Team Realty, we believe that real estate is more than just the act of buying or selling a home. Real estate is an experience that affects our loved ones as well as the way in which we engage with the world around us. So it's obviously understandable that a transaction like this one can feel like a huge undertaking. So we believe that with the right preparation and a very specific approach that all things are possible. Reach out to us and we would love to be a part of this to help you guys make your dreams a reality. You can follow the Instagram handle at Tedros Team, right? Yeah, T-H-E-O-D-R-O-S team t-e-a-m awesome and yeah we are working to iterate and make these episodes better succinct sweet um and hopefully uh keep you guys engaged and grow this little community of ours so thanks for tuning in we love you guys we'll catch you next time peace